Hello and welcome back to DC Nevstream. My name is Brico, aka Brittany. I mean, you can put that either way you want, Brittany and aka Brico. But anyway, today I have a guest, and my guest is none other than the Top Gun over at Nevstream, the guy who runs the whole show, Mr. Alistair. How are you, Alistair? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, what is going on in your neck of the woods? What reviews are we getting from you lately? So much. Lego Movie 2 is the... No, sorry. Lego Movie 2 is the next big WB one, but Captain Marvel is next Tuesday. So this time next week, we'll have seen it. Absolutely. Now, I, now we are jumping over into Marvel territory. I and this just is, realized. <laughs> but that's okay. But that's okay. Um, this is probably the, that is probably the one film I'm actually tentative with for Marvel, which mm. is interesting. I didn't think I would be, but, but you know, we're, we're not going to touch that because that's, that's Marvel. Mm. We've, we've, we've spoken a little bit about this, but we want to get into some DC stuff. Uh, you know, it's it's a bit rocky terrain for the DC worlds of DC at the moment. What's your favorite? Oh, <laughs> what's your favorite <laughs> film? Oh, Britney! Oh, Britney! I think you already know the answer to that question. I think for um, any audience members who are unfamiliar with you, dear sir, please enlighten them as to in the count of three, because I'll say it with you: one, two, three. Aquaman. Aquaman. Oh, I was yeah. going to say Man of Steel just to throw you off, but no. Oh, okay. <laughs> definitely Aquaman. <laughs> I dig it. Okay, then what's and your second favorite film? Because, I mean, that's obviously... Aquaman's always going to be yours. Man of Steel. Mm. Mm. So, so but it's true. <laughs> well, no, because you, you quite like Superman, don't you? I love Superman. So my yeah. hero, like my favorite heroes, are like Aquaman, Superman, Swamp Thing, Animal Man, Hellboy. That's top five. And they're all men, sorry. But Ooh, just... and Hellboy, because there's going to be some more... Um, it's, a, it's a series, isn't it? A television series? No, it's a film. It's, it's actually a, a film. It's film. Ooh. And, yeah, Trent's excited. I am not. Oh, so... no. It's got mm. the actor from Stranger Things. I know, but Ron Perlman and Guillermo del Toro did two perfect films. So... Anyone else that tries to touch it, it's too soon. But I haven't even seen it yet, so shut up, Alistair. But yeah, <laughs> we're getting a Swamp Thing series, though, so yay. Yes, um, which James is... James Wan is involved, so double yay. Double yay. Yeah. So it is I'm something we're going to really... be touching on in the middle, where we get to discuss our favourite upcoming entertainment things from DC. But for oh. now, this is a bit of sad news for me, actually, the first bit of news. Oh. I, I kind of liked this actor. I'm I'm... I was on board the Batfleck. I was too. I was Batfleck, yes. Mm. Amazing. Perfect yes, interpretation Fleck. of the character. Yeah, especially for a like a Dark Knight Returns sort of vibe. I mean, if they <laughs> went down the road of... Because we know that they did some Easter eggs where they recreated some of the animated uh, clips as well from the uh, comics as well. The lightning going and he's flicking off his... his um, what is it even called? Bat rope? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. What is it? Same thing that Kim that Possible has. <laughs> you, his grapple. His grapple, exactly. Yeah. Why isn't it called a bat rope? The bat rope. <laughs> All I know is Kim Possible has one and it's in her hairdryer. So oh. it's the best people have bat ropes, just say. <laughs> Do you deny it? I don't deny it, but exactly. I'm using that term forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. I had nearly said Axio bat rope, but that's just crossing. <laughs> that's the, Harry Potter. Look, I'm the... I'm here for this. I'm good. Just actually curious, what house are you for Harry for Hogwarts? Do you know what house you are? Um, yes. What I'm curious to know because you've known me for a long time now. Mm. What house do you think I am? Before I tell you. Well, I'm kind of torn because what some people don't know is that Ravenclaw is actually really artsy as well as very intelligent. <laughs> But then Hufflepuff is really loyal and you are such a loyal person. And I'm in Hufflepuffs because I, I just I want you to be in Hufflepuff so that we can just like <laughs> run mayhem through the school. <laughs> well, I have horrible news for you. Oh, no. Are you Slytherin? That school is about to have some mayhem because guess what house I'm in? <gasps> Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Yes, badges rule. I mean, yes. it's the and... house is right off the kitchen. I mean... 
We were um, born to live there. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, in, I'm in for the, uh, what is it, butterbeer? And yeah. is it and fire whiskey? Food. Yes. Yeah. Down for that. Curious, <sighs> what house is Batman in? Uh, I think he's a Slytherin. I was going to say Even the same thing. he's not evil, he's got the Slytherin thing down, I think. Mm. I'm, mm. He's yeah. such a pure blood. <laughs> We're yes, such nerds. he is. Batman, what are you doing? You're completely outnumbered here. Are you nuts? You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. All right, now I'm going to jump back onto my, my little scripty thingy here. Now, we okay. learned that Ben Affleck has actually passed on the role. Not passed, but he's given up the role. He's given up the man- mantle of Batman Bruce Wayne while being interviewed on the Jimmy Kimmel show. And he stated that he just couldn't crack it. He tried with an amazing writer. He tried to crack it. He tried to create something good, but it just wasn't working. And I mean, I think if that is the real case, if that is the real, and he's being honest, we've got to thank him for that. Because that's someone who takes care in their craft to say, People want something that is amazing. They don't just want another Batman film. I, um, I'm not getting that. I need to step aside. So, And look, this mm. is my personal opinion. He copped so much as Batman, mm. so much hate, so much criticism. Um, you know, there's that video of him that, you know, that person who thought they were really smart when he was doing the first interview after Batman vs. Superman came out and the reviewer you know, asked why they thought the movie was so horrible and people were hating it. And you know the video I'm talking about, right? The look of devastation on his face. Yeah, the hello darkness. Yeah. Mm. And ever since then, he's just copped it. Mm. And I truly think it's an unfair, unfair thing to have to go through as an actor. And he's been through the ringer, really. The whole, Mm. like... I feel like that whole cast has been through the ringer of Justice League, went through the ringer. They started out with, you know, Zack Snyder is their leader. He's taking it in this direction. And Zack Snyder has copped it as well, which is so unfair. Yeah, he has a plan for like six films and he got to do two. Mm. Um, Well, technically three, but I don't count Justice League as his. Um, So for me, it makes sense. Because that vision of Batman that Zack Snyder had is not where DC wants to go. They don't want to go that Dark Knight Returns dark route because of all the flack they copped. So for him as an actor and as a human being, just like, no, too hard, don't want... That's just my opinion. Don't want to deal with it. I don't think the script's good enough. We can't get the story right, so let's just call it a day and they can, you know, hire someone young and new and start from scratch, which is what I feel like they're trying to do. I do agree with that. I do see how that that could definitely be the case. Um, And the other thing that was very interesting, I can't remember who I was talking to about this. It may have been Trent from The Fortress, um, in that how – did you notice that when Marvel started their films, although some are mediocre but they're fine – they really came out before these this huge hatred trend on the internet. I mean, there was definitely hatred trends back in, you know, the noughties and stuff, and I guess the early 10s with Twilight or anything like that. There was a huge hatred trend. Oh, honey, Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah. But um, the unfortunate thing for DC is I feel like they've come out, they've been making these films right in the in the depth of hatred of internet Mm. hatred it's like the worst it's the hardest time for people to create film and tv at the moment because people will either immensely love it or Mm. immensely hate it it seems like people have just forgotten that things can be okay things can be mediocre even trailers now Mm. like you look at and i know we're getting off topic but and this is something we talked about before we started recording Look at the reaction to Disney's Aladdin, overwhelmingly <laughs> negative, yeah, like hated. And then today, um, Warner Brothers' Detective Pikachu came out and it's like already the movie's not out and it's being praised. And that trailer, I have not read one negative thing about it or heard negative reactions to it at all. Mm. Um, so, you know, you can't even release a trailer for a film that no one's seen yet 
without people making up their minds and joining a bandwagon on the internet. And I think that's also like a, a problem that we can get ourselves into is to recognize when something is getting on the bandwagon and recognize when something is actually what you think or what you your interpretation of a product. For yeah. example, I'll jump on back to, to Twilight because this is a very interesting discussion I had with Jackie, which is one of our who Aww. one of our writers Hi, from Overstream. Hi, Jackie. Big shout out. And she had a really good point. And I think this can actually s- spread from um, hatreds towards the, when it comes to like One Direction or or Twilight. As soon as it's a product that teen- teenage girls like, there's this cringe culture or this bandwagon that everyone wants to jump on and hate. And mm. it's like, well, hang on a minute. Can we got to stop and... And think about it. Now, you can walk away and still hate it and not be on the bandwagon. That's fine. But it's just realizing and detaching yourself from the bandwagon of people that just just want to hate. But then also being and having your own reaction and not being swayed so much by other people just because that's what's popular at the moment. Yeah. Mm. It's a really interesting thing to look into because as soon as, like, this is an argument that has, um, you know, as old as uh, almost as old as the hills, you have people who might walk down the street in a uh, superhero costume and people look twice, and if it's not a popular costume, people will be like, "What is going on?" You see someone walking down in a football jersey with half their face painted in the football colors. Everyone's like, "Hey, this is the Broncos. That's awesome." (laughs) Yeah, it's. I mean, like, it's, it depends on what is more rooted in the culture at the time, I guess. But at the same time, yeah. it's it's who is the target audience and are we just crapping on it, essentially, because of the target audience. <laughs> True. <laughs> we really went off topic. Wow. Yeah, Jackie, that know. conversation has just, like, got in my head. I blame you. But let's, <laughs> let's play. Let's do something a little bit fun. Okay. Let's discuss who can take over the mantle of the greatest detective, the Dark Knight, the one who uses bat rope, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> oh gosh! So I'm gonna throw some. I'm gonna throw a name out there. Okay. Ryan Gosling. Yay or nay? I don't think he'll join a franchise. Hmm. Because it looks like with the sort of direction that he is going in his career, he has he's done Drive, he's done Nice Guys, and he's getting to, it looks like that sort of, it's not really indie films, but it's films that are different and original. And I, and I think he's too old, like for what they're looking for. Mm. I think he's too old. Now, here's a fun one, because although he is in Spider-Man Far From Home, mm-hmm. he nearly had the role of Batman, but Christian Bale took it from him. Do you know who, you, who I'm talking about? Oh, I do, but I can't think of his name, so tell me. Jake Gyllenhaal. <sighs> I can see it. Mm. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So you want to go younger? Um, yeah, I think so. All right. You, you didn't want to throw a name in? Um, look, <laughs> I think for me, there's a lot of Army Hammer fans Ooh, yeah. who are clamoring for him because he was meant to be Batman in George Miller's Justice League years ago. Um, but I, th- I don't know. Like, there's so many campaigns. Like, I don't know if you've heard, but Joe Jonas is campaigning. <laughs> yep. Um, Joey Lawrence is campaigning too old. Um, so I I honestly don't actually know. I would, I don't know, I would like something complete for me to watch another Batman film and watch, and like we're going back to when he's younger, so we're going to see the pearls falling in the alley again mm. for the 50 millionth time. Can you maybe make Batman a black, biracial, trans person just to give me something different? And then I would probably be down for that. It is an interesting time, like social time at the moment, to do something like that because you will Mm. greatly split the audience where people will be way for it and people who won't be way for it. But I feel like there will be a way down the middle Mm. where... 
the general, the wider audience might not understand the choice, but what if they chose a Dick Grayson to fill the roles of a Batman? Mm, well, look, they're making a Batman film. Yeah. Like, it starts filming in November. Someone is going to be cast in between now and then. It's not going to be a Dick Grayson. It's going to be a Batman. Cause so, Robert Pattinson. Warner, <laughs> well, do you know what? I'm not horribly opposed to that idea. Ooh. Well, he has played a vampire. I, and Batman was considered a vampire <laughs> at one point. I, I don't have an issue with Robert Pattinson as, as Batman. I just... I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I don't have an issue with him. I think he's done a lot of indie films since Twilight. Yeah. Same with same with Kristen Stewart. They've you know they've done their franchise. <laughs> they did their franchise. They got um, the popularity. Yeah, got the popularity, and now they've just done a buttload of indie films. And I truly believe that they, you know, they can redeem themselves and come back into something mainstream like this um, and, and just kind of be left alone a little bit, if that makes sense. So you're casting Kirsten Stewart as Catwoman? Um, I totally would. I, hey, I, how did he first, guys? <laughs> I don't, I don't see a reason why you wouldn't. Um, I think, I don't know. Like, I heard rumors she was going to be Batgirl. Um, oh, I remember those rumors. Yeah, yeah I remember that. But <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm, a very uh, touchy subject. Let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what? That Twilight Saga was hated. It was by critics. It was slammed. Mm. And um, look, I'm but, not a fan you know, of the films, but they have some amazing cinematography. And how the heck did they get such a fantastic soundtrack? Yeah. And you know what they did? Everyone that got involved stuck with it. Mm. No one went, oh, this is getting really, like, really bad reviews or, um, you know, we're being critically panned, so let's just jump, jump ship. None of them did that. They all stuck around they, you know, did the whole thing and I think it shows commitment and mm. I think for me that, that goes a long way. Um, and, you know, I actually think Robert Pattinson is an actually pretty good actor. If you've seen some of his other stuff that's not Twilight, you would probably agree, I hope. <laughs> well, for for myself, I actually liked how you brought out Army Hammer. I've, um, if, if listeners don't know, you can watch him in The Man From U.N.C.L.E. as well as The Social Network where he played twins. Uh, he's actually been denied that he's been asked to play Batman by anyone who could actually give him the role. But he did say that it was a bummer, so it sounds like he's a bit kind of like, oh, I'd be willing to do it. However, Kevin Smith actually thinks he'd make a good Dark Knight. Hmm. Mm. I think he would too. And like, you know, he was meant to play Batman years ago and it all fizzled. Mm. So, you know, he's probably still got that like, oh, I just want to do it again. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he definitely has the jawline. You just got to have the jawline. Mm. And I, think and I was going to say, for selfish reasons, he's gorgeous. Yes. So I would line. totally be down for that. <laughs> But when you cast the joke, uh, sorry, when you cast Batman, you should really have a Joker in mind. And I watched the Umbrella Academy, and I want to run yes. an idea past you. Okay. Have you seen the Umbrella Academy? I sure have. I binged the f out of that show. So Klaus, can I just say before mm, yep, you, go, you go? Can I just say, everyone, and I know we're crossing over to Marvel. Everyone's so upset about Marvel Netflix series. If Netflix keep releasing comic book shows like Umbrella Academy, let Disney have Marvel series. I don't care. I'm mm. all for more of this type of out there, wacky, less known people series. Yes. And some stuff that's a little bit different. I would like to see Umbrella Academy, but with a higher budget. They definitely had well, a great... I think great... they're definitely going to get money now because it, it is blowing up. That's so good to hear. But you can actually hear my review on the Umbrella Academy on the Net Novastream website. I was going to say the Netflix website. It's not there. It's on Novastream. But Klaus, 
Oh, I love Clarice. Played by Robert Sheehan. Sheehan? Sheehan. Sheehan. Darling. Sheehan. I love him. Him for Joker. Delicious. And he would be amazing, I think, as a young young Joker. Mm. But this is what's going to bring me back. We this year we're getting a Joaquin Phoenix Joker Origins movie where yeah. Joker is old. So what WTF? <laughs> like I know it's Worlds of DC, but you're just gonna confuse people, love. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jared Leto is out. Oh yes. I yes. don't think she's coming back for any more films. Um I will be very surprised. Mm. And I don't but... know anything official. So far, what we do know is that the Batman that poor Batfleck had to step down from is slated for June 2021, and there is a plethora of entertainment between now and then that we get to look forward to. Turtles count it off! One, two, three, oh, turtles! There's no one better! Watch out for Shredder! They're like no others! Turtles! Teenage Brothers! Oh, my wordy lordy, yes, Brit girl. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Are you ready for a quick list? I am very ready. Because we're going we're gonna to speed through this so we can get to the juicier stuff at the okay. end of this podcast. So, between now and then, we've got some exciting movies and TV being released, including Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Pennyworth, which is aiming for a September release, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker for October 4th, the HBO series Watchmen, the animated films Wonder Woman Blood- Bloodlines, as well as Batman Hush. Ooh, Sorry, can I just interrupt? One. Go for it. You forgot one movie. Okay. That comes out in about six weeks. Oh, Shazam, Shazam. but everyone knows about Shazam. I'm doing all the Shazam. other stuff that people might know about, girl. Okay, all right. Continue. But Sorry. yes, I'll put that in there just for you. Shazam. We have Shazam coming out next month. Because <laughs> someone sassed me into putting it in there. Shazam. Gosh. I just to say that pretty much. Shazam. Um, who doesn't have a bat rope? And for DC <laughs> Universe, we have Swamp Thing, Stargirl, and the animated Harley Quinn series still to come. Before and- we move on, one series, apart from Swamp Thing, because I know you're going to pick Swamp Thing. Just pick something else. Mm-hmm. What are you most excited for? Swap thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, James won. I get it. Um, do you know what? Mm. And this is probably going to lead to a discussion. I'll try not to. So we've seen all of Titans, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen all of season three of Young Justice so far, right? Mm-hmm. We Well, I've seen two episodes of Doom Patrol. You've seen one. I've seen uno. Yes. I'm excited for it all. Because the <laughs> freaking quality of what they've put out is amazing. So I know nothing about Stargirl, but just based on the quality of these, all these other shows that they're putting, you know, pouring their resources into, episode one of Doom Patrol was a freaking like cinema quality. It was a movie quality pilot episode. I nearly had a heart attack. I couldn't believe how amazing <laughs> it was. Um, so I'm, you know, I think people are surprised that the DC, <laughs> the DC universe streaming is actually producing quality shows. Mm. Um, but they so definitely it, have heavy stylizing. So it's interesting to see who will like it and who will probably wander off and might not enjoy it. Look, if you don't like it, go watch Disney Plus with all the other two you <laughs> Oh, shots fired! <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's. But I did actually read something funny on Twitter. Yeah, is that DC fans and everything complained about Zack Snyder's movies being too dark, Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, but praised Titans and Doom Patrol for doing the exact same. Thing. What the heck? Yeah, it's true though. It's uh, exact the same. It's exact same time. So teenagers can be angsty and dark, but Batman, who is angsty and dark, can't be. Can't be angsty and dark. I yeah. mean, we've yeah. gone from Robin, which is Titans go, to Fuck. I'm moody. Yeah, reflection in a puddle. <laughs> I'm going to lie shirtless in a pool. Oh, when does he do that? I've got to find that. Oh, it's in the last episode. 
amazing. Oh, he does. All right, I'm going to watch that again. Okay, but before I go do that. <laughs> Worth the price of admission alone. Mm, I can agree with that. All right, but fair warning, my listeners, because we are going into the dangerous territory of spoilers. We don't have to get involved, especially if we make things worse. Dun, 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 dun. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. You sound like alert, a, one of those, alert, what are they alert. called? Um, uh, exterminate. Yeah. Ex- okay, now, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Right, well, we are obviously just made to be henchmen for some evil Bond villain. Um, but let's jump into Doom Patrol. You've you've okay. given a wonderful painting of of you know how much you loved it. Did did you do a review for it? Is that up? I haven't. I don't mm. want to do a review because you can't watch it in Australia yet. Um, so uh, um, mm. I have done it, but I'm holding off until we get some form of notification that we're getting it. Um, hopefully, it won't be like Titans where we have to wait. You know for the whole season to be yeah. out before we can watch it. Cause that's just torture. Yeah. I mean, oh. we just want to get some Nightwing. I know. Um, but, but with, yeah. um, with Doom Patrol, I have watched the first episode, so I, I can't, I can't actually say I am as enamored as you, but I do see its potential. My worry. And I, and this was my, um, I guess the, the, what I walked away from, What's it called? The Umbrella... What's it called again? Umbrella Academy. (laughs) I have the same feeling about both. They have a very strong aesthetic. And there are times that they kind of wander off the path a little bit. And you really have to stick to your guns with that. So if you look at, like, Legion. Legion just, like, was insane. And everything was so crazy. But it was crazy and it was well planned. It was really locked in tight. Whereas Doom Patrol is crazy and it's wild and it's got some wonderful characters with a touch of kind of like 40s and a little bit, I guess, steampunk, but not quite steampunk. And there are times like, I don't know, I think it's maybe in the in the, the town where I'm just kind of like, ah, it's just not, it's just not fitting. I think they were trying to go with the town for like a white picket fence, um, typical American small town round the back. You just got to take a ride off Route 6 to 6 and... It just, it was nearly there. It was nearly there. I have to say the characters are very intriguing, but I don't think it needs an R rating. In fact, the opening scene was actually a bit unnecessary, I felt. Episode two will make more sense. Okay. In relation to the town and why it's there. Um, Yeah, Cyborg, can I just say, totally smokes the movie version. (laughs) Oh, no! Totally makes that piece of crap look amazing on the small screen and there's less special effects. (laughs) But character-wise, he's amazing. He's got depth. He's got emotion. He's not this brooding, angry machine who hates the world. Um, He's, you know, the positive cyborg that we know from from Titans and the comics, who, yes, has an accident, but wants to help use his, you know, what's happened to him to help people. Booyah. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I found this version so much more compelling than the Mopey movie version. So, I don't know, that's just a little glimpse into episode two. But I, I think I find these DC shows are appealing to Adults, not children. Yes. Apart from Young Justice. Um, but oh, I would, I would, well, I would go against you yeah, saying that. There, it's not really for kids anymore. True that, girl. Mm. Um, but I like this adult approach because it's, yeah, it's for me, it's a positive thing. So I, I just loved everything about episode one. Everything. I love. I didn't think I was going to like Robot Man because from the previews, nah. But I love him. I mm. loved his backstory. I loved that his what happened to him was so tragic, and 
then you find out later on in the episode that it's actually worse than you originally thought. Ooh. Um, well, actually, hey, we said spoilers, so... Yeah. So yeah. When, when you go through and you're like, hey, his daughter, um, he was in a car accident and he only his brain survived, but his you know, wife and daughter are out there. And then it turns out later in the episode, no, they died too. And mm. he remembers... And he's all alone and he's like, well, what's the point of living? I've got no one. Mm. Um, so I think a lot more is explored in episode two in relation to that. I think his relationship with Crazy Jane. Oh, I love that character. Me too. Um, but I think that, yeah, his, his um, interactions with Lazy, uh, Lazy Jane. Crazy Jane. <laughs> I'm think, Lazy Jane. <laughs> yes, true. I That's my non-superhero name. <laughs> they'll become like a father-daughter figure relationship, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a bit yeah. weird considering she grabbed his junk in first meeting. It is. Ooh. But, yeah. yeah, more will make sense. Oh, okay. Well, then, I, I've said Crazy Jane. Well, Rita's up there, man. Rita and Crazy Jane. I, I love them both. And would you say Rita. Robot Man is your favorite? Um... I episode one he was my favorite. Yeah. Um, and then episode two I would say Cyborg and Negative Man are on like equal footing for faves. Um, Rita, I don't know. She's like I like the idea of her character, but I'm finding her a little bit annoying at times. <laughs> She's just a little too over the top for me. And what about this villain? It's a different sort of villain who is actually knows. It, it, from what I understand, he knows what's going on. He's just he's everywhere but nowhere. Mm. So he's called nobody, Mister no. Nobody. Yeah. Do you like his strange fourth wall breaking <sighs> and sarcastic voiceovers? I love it so much. Um, I. Massive fan of Alan Tudyk. And interestingly mm. enough, he's this is not his first foray into DC. He was actually in uh, DC's uh, first comedy TV show that unfortunately uh, yeah. failed. That um, only got one season. I really enjoyed that show. He was hilarious in that show. Um, and just as an actor in general, he's amazing. Um, so I like... The fact that, like, the first the first line of this show is, like, this dark, broody opening. And he's like, another group of TV superheroes, just what the world needs. Like, it was just per the perfect introduction to his character. Doesn't and he say something like, um, who cares about the critics? They're going to hate this show anyway? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, his nine remarks are very. I, it's it's great. It's a, it adds a good bit of comedy to it where you wouldn't have expected it to. And it's not like Deadpool's breaking of the fourth wall. Deadpool is mm. quiet. It's 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 comedy and it's funny and it works in yeah. his way because it's almost childlike and irresponsible. Whereas this one is sarcastic and everything is terrible. But you mm. know what? It doesn't matter. It's just a really kind of melodramatic almost mm. melancholy um but yeah but the big thing like i had said earlier the aesthetics of the show you really get an idea of where it wants to go with the with the um series intro there's uh, mm. you know the gloved uh, sorry the robot hand grabbing a um a giraffe and then you have test tubes and stuff <laughs> do you are you liking the aesthetics i am i know you said you don't but i really dig it i think it's cool I think it's exactly like I feel like these shows, you know, Titans and Doom Patrol are, are very closely linked and they have a similar tone and aesthetic for a reason. I feel like the animated Harley series is going to be a comedy and out there crazy. I feel like Stargirl's probably going to be more light mm. than the other shows, just reading the synopsis and what it's about. Um, and Swamp Thing will probably be very, very dark, hopefully. Swamp Thing looks like it'll be really good. I, I should clarify that I do like the aesthetics. I just feel like they, they're not consistent enough. And I think there might be 
like Umbrella Academy, where it's testing the waters until they can actually get the funding to yeah, do get everything right. they yeah. want to do. Because, I mean, you never get what you ask for when you're asking for funding, from <laughs> what I understand. Well, look, episode two had some questionable CGI. Oh. Um, so, spoilers. Um, <laughs> the whole town disappears inside that donkey. Um, <laughs> the donkey that farted across yeah. the sky? Yeah. Oh, That's wow. what caused the hole. Um, and the whole town gets sucked into the inside of that donkey because the donkey is a porthole to another dimension. Um, so, <laughs> so not a mother box, a donkey box. A donkey, yeah, and a that's where they box. meet Cyborg inside the donkey. Wait, um, what? It's, it's so <laughs> crazy. And because they commit to it and stick to it, it works. And that's why, for me, it works because it's so... Like, if you watch episode one and episode two, one after the other, it makes sense, the tone of episode one, because episode two is effing crazy. Like, it's just nuts. Well, I look forward to watching it, but I have a question for you. We've compared this cyborg with the Justice League cyborg. What about comparing it with Young Justice cyborg? Ooh, well, they're all very different. Um, This cyborg is much more positive. Um, I think the thing I liked is that everyone knows who he is. So he's kind of, I think, year three of having his powers. Mm. Um, So his relationship with his dad is just starting to repair. So Silas is in it. Silas Stone. Um, and he's going to be a big character from what I've seen. Um, I feel like and him and Chief will clash heads a little bit. He, well, yeah, they are still clashing heads because Cyborg wants to be a hero. Oh, and no, I mean Chief, um, oh, the other sorry. scientist. I feel like Chief and mm, Daddy well, Stone. Well, Chief's disappeared Ooh. into the donkey. Well, or on that. When no the town came sad. out, Chief did not. Um, Ooh. so, yeah, um, but... Someone's made an ass of things. Hey, but... <laughs> but, yeah, or about three times through the episode, Cyborg says, I'm, you know, I want to be, I want to join the Justice League. That's my goal. That's mm. what I want to do. Like, I, I need to make myself known so I can be recruited by the Justice League. And while, while, when he was saying that the third time, I think it would really hit home. And I was like, how amazing would it be if DC said... Let's just make a Justice League TV show. <laughs> ah! Anyway. Anyway. Not, an- well, not animated real life. Real life Justice League. Well, they're trying to head that way with the CW, but it's not quite the big hitters that we we've know and love. It's not the original Trinity. But no. Cyborg isn't the only fresh face for Young Justice. In fact, I saw a meme the other day where they had, um, you know, written over the Oprah Winfrey meme, you get an appearance in Young Justice Outsiders. You get an appearance in Young Justice (laughs) Outsiders. Everybody gets an appearance. Well, yes, I'm excited. Today's the day. Because it really feels like that. And I feel like I'm going to actually miss a few names. So we've got uh, Spoiler, 13, Arouette, Geoforce, Halo, Forager, Cyborg, Katana, Metamorpho, Orphan, Granny Goodness, Terra. Uh, it's just, it's, there's so much. I mean, there's another doctor in there. There's uh, the, the prince's <laughs> brother. Uh, there are characters I probably wouldn't even have picked up and recognized from the comics because they're going that deep. They're foraging. You've, they're f- you've missed my favorite. Uh, you're going to have to help me out, brother. Black Lightning. No, he was in last season. Oh, crap. Was he? Yeah, he came up at the very end. And <laughs> That's then how long the... it's been. <laughs> it's been so long. For those of you who may have forgotten, Black Lightning appeared at the end of season two and offered to take one of the new powered children under his wing. Okay. Well, did that did that bring a refresher? A little bit. Let's give you a heads up what's happening in Young Justice. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. With the light, an evil organization with the likes of Lex Luthor, Deathstroke, and Granny Goodness trying to gain dominance over the Justice League, our heroes are faced with a very politically con- uh, politic- I wrote this really poetically and really well, and I've stuffed it up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Our heroes are faced with a very politically concerned world that limits a lot of their efforts to humanitarian work. With limited options, the Justice League and team of young heroes we know are now torn apart. But it's very cleverly done. I was really confused mm. in that episode. There's one episode where uh, Robin is reporting, Nightwing is reporting, and Aqualad is reporting. Aquaman, I should say, is reporting. He's been upgraded. And then it appears they're in the same room. <laughs> and do you know who Nightwing is reporting to? No. Because oh, really? Mother God and Oracle is in the series. Oh my gosh, I'm a Muppet. Did, I'm so excited. Did I miss that? I mean, like, I don't know how you could have. <laughs> You've just been hearing me freak out over it since she's just there and in the speaking over the... I speak with my hands and it's, and it's like, make this podcast so much better if you could see how <laughs> animated this we'll is. We'll do I a cannot. live episode one week, all right? But they're all grown up. Mm. The audience has grown up with them. And man, it's a little bit bloody. It's very bloody. Mm -hmm. I was shocked. Shocked, I tell you, shocked. Oh, yep, there's Halo dying again. Oh, they've just snapped her neck. And every time I go, no! Oh, wait, she's come back. Oh, wait, she's fine. I get to the point where it's it's a little bit of a shock, but then I'm like, oh, again? Halo, why do you suck? She's actually, she's an amazing character. I'm just meaning, like, why did she, like, just let this happen so often? I love her character so much. Mm. Like, obsessed. I love her. She's incredible. She's so cute with Geoforce. Yes. Oh, I love it. She's going to be Princess Halo. Yeah. Um, And I really like the bug whose name I forget off the top of my head. Forager. I find him a little bit annoying. I really like his character. I think he's great. Fred Bug with two Ds. Stop mocking him. I like him. He's cool. Do you know what I want to happen? What? I want Granny Goodness to bring the female Furies to Earth. Ooh. And then we can get Big Barter. I think we're going to get a few seasons out of this because... Mm. Don't know if you know. and This wasn't in the notes, so maybe you don't. Um, Young Justice and Titans have actually been in, like, the top streamed show's in the ratings for like really weeks like not just like two or three weeks like i'm talking since they were released well to be honest i titans it, it interests me a bit how that that's that's fantastic but it's it's crazy because it's such a specific kind of style like i was saying before how the look and the way it's done i feel like it would have turned a lot of people off but young justice it's kind of I'm happy because it's like it's such a good show. It doesn't quite shock me because it it proves the value of season planning and writing and really taking the time to look at the characters and how they all fit as different cogs in this turning clock of a story. It's amazing. <clears throat> DC, if you're listening to this and if you are, please retweet us. Um <laughs> I believe you should take another look at Green Lantern, the animated series, because there is a dedicated fan base who are crying for another season. Well, they... they you're they bringing see. all... you bringing two seasons to the streaming network so you could easily make a third. Just saying. And that's the thing, is that nowadays, it's this is the time for remaking things, for expanding on things, especially with their own platform. I would imagine they wouldn't have as much fees as usual because it's their own place. I mean, you've got to maintain a website and traffic and all that. Well, the thing is, because they're only released in America, right? So right Mm. now, they're only getting cashola from Americans and, I don't know, it's it's $4 a month. I think that's kind of worth it for a streaming service. Like, that's nothing. Like, I would totally pay that for this. That's awesome. Because you get comics and movies and television. And TV shows. And you get all the DC, apart the from DC these entertainment shows, guys, yeah. you get the animated movies like straight on the streaming service the mm. day they're released. Like, pff, you're saving yourself 20 you know, $20 per movie per year. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're getting all this other great stuff. Anyway, we're not here to plug them. <laughs> they're releasing their shows on Netflix internationally. So Netflix are paying them 
to buy these shows and stream. So they're making money from, you know, Netflix are paying them big bucks to have the exclusive international streaming rights to all their shows. Mm. So that's how they're also making money. But I really, truly wish that they would just release it internationally and locally because mm. I would love a DC app just for me where I could get all my comics, watch my TV shows, watch my movies all in one place with one app and I would be the happiest little girl this side of Melbourne. Just so. I look forward to the day that it's released internationally, but we digress. The big question I have is we, we've touched on Cyborg. Cyborg, I feel like, is becoming the, the character for the new millennia. He's like being... Well, he is one of the more recent, most popular additions to the Justice League. Wasn't he made in like the 80s or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's like really picked up steam and become quite popular. He's in Justice League, he's in Teen Titans, he's a fantastic character on his own. And he's had, well, not quite an origin story in Doom Patrol, but he's been introduced to three different franchise sections, I guess. Yeah. So we've got Young Justice, Doom Patrol, and the movie universe. What about seeing Terra again after so recently seeing her origin in... Uh, what was it called? The animated that animated film, uh, the Judas Contract. I don't think it matters because those animated films are, you know, not as great as they are. They're not widely seen, especially that Teen Titans Judas Contract one. Um, it wasn't one of the popular ones, so I don't think it matters because not enough people saw it to care or get confused or make an opinion, if that makes sense. Mm. Well, the question I wanted to bounce off of that Mm. is the original story is very twisted and disturbing in the way that Deathstroke is manipulating Terra in almost like a pedophilic way Mm. because Young Justice is now, it's R-rated, isn't it? It's it's, whatever it is, it's grown up, it's quite mature. Yeah, it's grown with its audience. Do you think it'll go as dark as the original content was? I I don't think so. Mm? I don't think so. I don't think so. But then again, it's... uh, (laughs) It's a very direct answer. (laughs) Who knows? Like, they could do anything right now. Like, they had a donkey fart and swallow up a whole town. (laughs) That's just so strange to me. What the heck? And then poop it out in the next episode. So, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? There are so many different ways that this could go, but um, I'm loving Young Justice. You obviously loving Young Justice. Yes. You're giving Doom Patrol high marks. I'm yeah. giving it some pretty good marks, but I mean, it's just not there for me yet. But do you have any last things to say about these series? Um, I feel like if you're hesitant and you're a DC fan, obviously, if you're still listening to this, you are. Get into it. Just jump in. I feel like we're living in primetime DC entertainment right now. And I feel like this is only the beginning. Like Ooh, this is year, year one. And we've, you know, already got such great content. The movies are turning around to a better direction. Obviously, with the massive success of Wonder Woman and Aquaman and hopefully Shazam. I feel like things are going in a really good direction and it's just a really good time to be a DC fan. Absolutely. Unless you're into the CW shows and then you might want to say goodbye. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Like The only one that I actively watch is Supergirl. Supergirl's amazing. Those are the two that I actively watch. The Flash, I think I'm five episodes behind and I just don't care anymore. If, so, if sorry, I can make a recommendation, man. just watch the Star City Killer, I think it is, for Arrow. I mean, there's, a, mm-hmm. there's some lead up episodes that just make it even more impacting. Like, yeah. it's just, it's really well performed. They have an incredible villain in that episode. Oh, I'm still liking Arrow, don't, yeah. Mm. I just haven't just haven't caught up. It's just too busy. And now with like Doom Patrol starting, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, no, I do. I understand where that's coming from. And I've had to, I just can't watch everything. I can't do that. Well, also 
doing all the other having things that my life. life needs to having yeah. a life. So unfortunately, <laughs> I, I had to make some cuts and Riverdale's yeah. gone, which wasn't a hard decision to oh, make. I, I haven't watched any of season mm. two. So Soz Riverdale, yeah. one day when I'm really sick and I have nothing else to watch, I may watch you. Yeah, but unfortunately, even even Black Lightning, it just... It's... I watched one episode. You watched <laughs> one did, episode? And I did not like it. I just went, I'll, I'll catch it later. Catch and now later. it's like, what, season three or four? I'm like, oh, I think it's, I'm, I'll It's so difficult day. to keep track. Especially, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm so glad that it is, it's gained an audience and it's steaming ahead. That's amazing. But unfortunately... Oh, this is too much. And we're, we're celebrating that there's so much coming out from DC. <laughs> and now we're saying, it's too much. Slow down. I can't no, keep I, up. I feel like, though, the CW, and we have to say thank you, the CW, for yeah. kind of starting it. But I feel like they don't know when to say goodbye and let it go. Mm. And I feel like the Flash needs to go because it's just outstayed its welcome for me. Mm. My boring, boring boom. Keep them, you know, contracted to come back for a crossover, maybe. But I don't know. Like, there's ru- there was this rumor circulating the internet this week, and it made me really angry that Supergirl was in danger of being cancelled. I saw that too, and I researched it. I'm yeah. like, um, but it's the actually, best show. It's actually not true. The CW came out and said that they are overwhelmingly happy with how Supergirl is doing and that there are no plans to cancel it anytime soon and it is definitely not being replaced with the Superman show. Yeah. Although I would totally be down for a Superman show, I would want it to run in conjunction with Supergirl. Mm, With Um, that Tyler guy. Yes. Oh. Seriously, though, if you're single, I will leave my boyfriend like... Um, (laughs) Look, I don't want to be the cause for, like, relationship troubles, so I think we are going to stop right there. All right, Alistair, where can they find your... (laughs) Look, I don't want to know what happens behind closed doors, but (laughs) tell us where where our wonderful audience can find more of your beautiful work. So you can find us at NovaStreamNetwork.com. Obviously, I have my own channel under the name of Lethal. Um, So I am actually starting to use that again. So you can watch my stuff on Facebook and YouTube. Um, And if you want to follow me on Twitter, that'd be great. My username is Alistair. Alistair on Facebook. Look me up. Send me a friend request. I'll add you. Let's talk DC. So, guys, like I said in the beginning, my name is Brittany, a.k.a. Brit Girl. If you want to look at some of my stuff, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle BritGirlAUS. I have an Umbrella Academy review up on the Novastream website as well, so go check that one out. I'd love to hear some feedback, what you guys love the series, especially your favourite character, because there's so many in there that are just so delicious and good and three-dimensional and wow. Before we wrap up one more time, Alistair has been my guest. My name is Brittany, and thank you so much for listening. Until next time. 